In the holy name of Jesus, amen. These are some of the most beautiful words ever spoken. You are my friends, John 15, 14. Jesus spoke those words to his disciples under the most difficult circumstances. It was Monday, Thursday, and Jesus could see on the horizon that troubles were coming, betrayal and torture and injustice and death. And yet, instead of worrying about himself, Jesus spent his very last hours caring for those whom he loved, pulling them close and telling them stories, encouraging them and giving them gifts, especially the gift of his Holy Eucharist, and forgiving them wherever they had let him down, especially St. Peter, who would deny him three times. Jesus spent his last hours clearing the way home to Eden. That's really what it is to be a friend. Since Lent, we've been waiting for things to shake out, but it's been bumpy. Jesus got killed and then he got lost when his body disappeared from the grave. Early on Easter morning, Jesus met Mary Magdalene in the garden, but Jesus wouldn't let her touch him which really is an odd way to be a friend. Later, Jesus was there in Emmaus, explaining the scriptures to Cleopas and his friend and setting their hearts on fire at the Eucharist, but then suddenly, Jesus wasn't there. So the disciples have been in disarray. The women see angels. Peter and John see an empty tomb. Thomas sees empty promises. The disciples see ghosts, and when they do see Jesus, he startles them or confuses them, and then he disappears again. So how is all of that actually being a friend? There are some elements of friendship, presence and kindness, comfort and words, touch and concern, and frankly, joy. But since Easter, it sometimes feels as if they've been missing, especially after Ascension, when Jesus has left us and it seems as though he may not be coming back anytime soon. So whatever happened to the most beautiful words ever spoken? You are my friends. St. Augustine once said that evil scatters stuff. This is the way that evil works. Evil breaks really good things into little pieces, and then evil flings them out into space far away from each other. And that leaves you and I feeling alone and unloved, isolated and terrified. It's actually still a pretty good description of how things go wrong 1,500 years later how things go wrong in our own lives, in our families, in our schools, in cities and nations, and even in the world. Evil breaks us and scatters us, and it becomes very, very painful. This is Jesus' proposal to help, the feast day of Pentecost. If you have come this morning and you still feel broken, and scattered and dark. Even after Lent and Easter and Ascension Day, then this is your day. 
That's because darkness cannot stop sound or light. And sound and light are the stuff of Pentecost. You heard it in the second reading for today. Pentecost is the sound of a rushing wind. It is the start of a storm that rearranges your life and changes your landscape. Pentecost is the sight of light, fire dancing on the disciples' teeth and burning up the darkness. And so Pentecost is the happy ending to these bumpy weeks since Lent. It is the day when Jesus pulls all his disciples back together again in love as his friends. Yes, Jesus went away on Ascension Day. Some people like to travel. But even as he goes, he leaves his spirit with you here this morning. And so the Holy Spirit is here to Humpty Dumpty you, to put your scattered pieces back together again, And this spirit is quite explicitly the spirit of the divine, the spirit of Jesus himself. It's in the gospel for today. Jesus said, I send you a helper from my Father who will point you back to me. When I send him, he will point out your sins, verse 8, and that's good because your sins just aren't good for you. And he will guide you and teach you to touch holy things. That's verses 12, 13, 14, 15. Because holy things are good for you. And the Spirit, says Jesus, will take what is mine and give it to you. That means this morning that the Spirit is here to pull you close and tell you stories and encourage you and give you gifts. Once again, the gift of baptism and the gift of Holy Eucharist, the gift of his viva vox, his living voice, his inspirited voice, to forgive you wherever you've let him down and to clear your way home to Eden, just as Jesus did for those first apostles on Monday Thursday. Jesus is here to rearrange your life, to scatter your darkness, and to pull you together as the one holy Catholic apostolic church and to do that in love because all of you, quite frankly, are friends of Jesus. The dead bones of Israel, the Parthians and the Medes and the Elamites, the family and the friends of yours who have died before you, those who have risen and ascended and now already live with Jesus, all of those pulled together as one. So Pentecost is the happy ending to Lent and to Easter. It is the great anti-scatter. It is the great anti-evil. It is the great mashup of sound and light and touch and presence and kindness and comfort and joy. It is the great love among friends. You'll leave today never alone and never unloved. You leave today and your life and your future are never constrained by time or death or here or there. Being here today means you always live in the company of Jesus and saints and angels. Through the Spirit's touch, through his living voice, through your baptism, through his Holy Eucharist. But until you go there, you've got here.
his spirited forgiveness of the one holy Catholic apostolic. His risen and ascended body, yet here on earth, you're here in joy as friends in love. And that is the gift of Pentecost. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.